Welcome back to the City Rev Life podcast. Great to have you guys join us today. We are continuing our series through the topic of fear and the emotion that it is and how we experience it in our lives. And I'm joined here with Pastor Craig. Hey, hey, hey. My name is Josh, and we're going to be hitting on the topic of commitment yes. or the fear of it. And yes. I think this is a good one, one that I think we probably all walk through at some point in our lives. I think me, myself being the young adults pastor and you being the student pastor, we probably see it a lot in the younger generation just because they've got a lot before them yeah. and a lot of decisions to make. And so maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're walking through a decision and you, you might have some fear involved or maybe you're younger and you you know you got a lot of big decisions to make and so that fear is there. And so we're going to be talking about this fear of commitment. Yeah, and I think it's a natural fear for us mm. to have, right? Uh, we can have uh, fear of commitment for a lot of reasons. You know, really a lot of people talk about the fear of missing out. People are afraid FOMO. that FOMO, yep. uh, afraid that, hey, if I make a yep. decision, then I might miss out on other things. Sure. Uh, and I think we can be afraid too of making the wrong decision. That's something that can paralyze us a little bit yeah. when we say, okay, I've got all these options to make. Which choice, you know, do I make? Anal uh, paralysis by analysis. Yes. Right? There's so yes. many options and you're analyzing them all and you get paralyzed in that moment, which I, I know I certainly can relate to. Yeah. But, right. It's it's overwhelming sometimes, yeah. especially yeah. when we're trying to make big decisions. Right. Mm -hmm. And especially as we're trying to make big decisions as people who follow Jesus and are trying to yeah. follow God's leading. I remember talking to a young adult. Uh, one time and she was trying to decide which college she should go to. She had a couple offers on the table. She was accepted in a couple mm -hmm. different places and she was feeling the pressure and carrying this weight of making this decision and it became such a big deal to her. She was just you know, almost in tears breaking down saying, and she told me, you know, if I get this wrong, I feel like if I make the wrong choice, hmm. then God's going to be mad at me and he's going to punish me because I didn't go wow. to the right school. And I think a lot of us, kind of have these feelings. We're like, okay, I'm trying to honor God, trying to please God with my life. I got to make sure I make the right choice in my school or my marriage yeah. or my job, right? And and we feel like it's this, you know, one way and we've got to make the right choice or else we're going to face these dire consequences, right? Yeah. yeah. In that moment, I made sure to talk and say, hey, that's, that's not the character of God, mm. right? God is our loving father. And if we are someone who is seeking after his will and seeking his direction when we make these choices, mm. it's not like God's up in heaven saying, okay, I gave you two schools to choose from. You chose the wrong <laughs> I'm one. Hoping you'll here choose you the go. Right, one here. right. He's not yeah. like cracking his knuckles, getting ready to be like, all right, let's do this. Uh, no, God is a loving, good father. And there is there is there are good things for mm. us, no matter what decision uh, we make, even in those in those places. But, you know, we could be afraid of, of displeasing God. Yeah. We could be afraid of letting down other people that can make yeah. it difficult to make decisions. Mm. Uh, we can be afraid of uh, making a decision and then later on something changes. And so we have a better option that we don't know about yet. Mm -hmm. And so the tendency is, well, if I just delay, yeah. then if I just don't make a decision now, wait till the last possible minute yeah. to make this commitment, maybe things will be better. Something better might come up. Right. Maybe, maybe it'll become commit. clear at the last minute yeah. or yeah, or maybe, maybe it'll just be simpler. Hmm. Uh, and so that can be really a, uh, a cause for us to pause and really put off a lot of important decisions and make it difficult to make decisions. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about how we make wise decisions and what yeah. that looks like, how we That's seek good. God's direction as we make decisions. You know, in hearing you talk about it, I wonder if we've been influenced by sci-fi 
for uh, what's pop, what's in pop culture these days. Okay. In the sense Go that, on. <laughs> in the sense that we we you know Marvel's doing the multiverse right now. Yeah. Right. And they talk about how every decision you make, it's splitting off into another multiverse. And this person made that decision. uh, They said yes. And then you said no. And so now you ended up in a completely different place in your life. Uh, Growing up, I watched Star Trek. And so that was a thing all the time. They'd play around with time and talk about the decisions that you make and how it completely changes the trajectory of your life based off of like these minor things. And then there's these major things. And so I wonder if we've been influenced a little bit about that. Uh, the yeah. way God's will operates yeah. and or essentially they're removing God out of the picture and saying it's all up to us, our future, and we're going to decide it. Right. Yeah. And the idea that these small decisions will greatly change the outcome. Yeah. Like yeah. one decision will be really good for me yeah. and will make me very happy. And then the other decision, the wrong decision will be terrible. And even the college one, like yeah. that, sure, that is a big, big decision granted. But what's the worst case scenario? You go one semester and then you transfer out. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. you go to a different college. Like yeah. it is a big decision, but at the end of the day, I mean, the the consequences aren't great. Some decisions, granted, are going to be bigger decisions sure. and there's going to be consequences for our actions, good and bad. There always are. But when you're dealing with something like that, a direction in life, um, it's understandable that it's weighing heavy on, on us. Um, but like you said, what we're essentially talking about here and what we're addressing is, well, how do we make those decisions yeah. then? Yeah. What's the healthiest way yeah. that we seek God's direction in our life? Yeah. Um, and it was actually you, Craig, that that showed me this verse. I'd, I hadn't read it in such a long time. I had forgotten about it. It's in Jeremiah 6, 16. And he says this, this is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads. So I'm like picturing myself here at at a crossroad, right? At a stop sign. There's different directions you can go. And he says, and look, ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it. And you will find rest for your souls. Man, that that last phrase just resonates in my heart. You will find rest for your souls. You know, talking about this verse in an an age of anxiety that we live in because there's so many decisions to make even if they're small it just feels like there's a lot and we're overwhelmed yeah but he's saying hey you do this and you'll find rest for your souls and so what is he saying that that will accomplish this rest for your souls well he says stand at the crossroads and look Mm -hmm. so he's almost like he's saying all right just stop stop for a moment just let's just process this let's think the the decision the crossroad that you're at um, and then do what? Ask for the ancient paths mm-hmm. and ask where the good way is and then walk in it. And so, I mean, ancient paths, he's almost saying like, he's like pointing backwards and saying, all right, go seek godly wisdom. People that have been on this road before, mm-hmm. people that have walked this decision making before, ask them, seek counsel, seek what the good way is. Sometimes mm-hmm. there is legitimately a good response to a decision or a good decision to make. And sometimes there are bad decisions to make. So he's saying, all right, while you're stopped, go and ask what the good way is. So see what the Bible says. See if there's anything specific about what the Bible says and then walk in it. Yeah. Don't be paralyzed by your fear or be worried about what people are going to think. All of those things that will cause us to stop and fear the commitment to this direction, but just go and walk in it. And yeah. then you will find rest for your souls. And I think about uh, many stories throughout scripture where this occurs and, uh, the one in particular is the Apostle Paul. He was yeah. constantly stopping 
and seeking God's direction on things. And we look at Apostle Paul and we're like, well, man, that guy is, he's so godly. He probably never had a problem with a decision. You know, he never had a, a question about right. where he was going. Like that, that's, that's, that's just not the case. Every person, every man, every woman has to deal with these crossroads. And so just briefly, I'll mention this because this is a podcast on its own. There's such thing as God's general will and God's specific will. Okay. His general will is what's already laid out for us in scripture. Flee sexual immorality, uh, love him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Laws like that where it's like, all right, I know that's what I have to do. Sure. And then there's some specific will where specifically he has wills for our lives. And so it's not going to be as black and white. And we have to pursue him for that answer. And we got to seek him for what he might have for us. And so, so we should use God's general will and teachings to guide our life. And so we can use kind of yeah. biblical principles and how we should live, but then we should seek God for his specific will or specific direction yes. in our life. So if I came to you and I said, Hey, pastor Josh, I've decided that tomorrow I'm going to go start robbing banks. <laughs> you probably wouldn't need to pray about that, right? I, would, probably... I wouldn't have to be like, all right, maybe you should seek the Lord, seek the Lord's right. counsel. Right, right, that, right. We know? have our general will, right? General principles that we go with. But if, if you're trying to make a decision on what job should I take? Which college should go to? Which college? Right. That's where you can seek where God is guiding you. All yeah. Right. And the comforting verse in that, in that process is Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Hmm. And so he's reminding us that he's got our, his hands on our lives. He knows the end from the beginning. He's written our story. And so sometimes there are going to be two different uh, choices that you have. And he might give you clear uh, uh, and a clear answer as to which one you should walk towards. And then sometimes there isn't because yeah. they're both decent options. Yeah. And, and he is giving us the, the will to choose. He's giving us the free will and the opportunity to choose. And it's just going to play out the way it is. He knows where we're going to go. He knows which, which direction we're going to take. But he, he oftentimes will just lay it before us. And, and he's just glad that we are pursuing him and asking him which direction we would have, he would have for us. So how would you help somebody if, say, let's just keep using that example. Yeah. Say it is a young adult, they've been accepted into two colleges, and they're both great and pretty similar, and they both have, you know, the, the major they need, hmm. um, but they're trying, they're kind of stuck, and they're feeling like, hey, I don't feel like God's given me a specific direction yeah. onto which one I should go to. How would you help them process and make that decision? What would you tell them to do? Yeah, I mean, I would I would challenge them first and say, well, what do you believe God has called you to? Okay. Right, like if, if they're called to be a, a doctor because they believe that that's what they're gifted in and that's where they should go, and this school just doors open mm -hmm. to go to this amazing school, but it happens to be out of state, mm -hmm. it, it, might, it might be that God is leading them in that direction, you know? Or it's... It's to stay local because God has called you to be a businessman and that's where the Lord wants you to be. But it, it's it's almost a stopping and saying, all right, this is a big decision to make. Um, what has God called me to? Okay. And that might reveal uh, some things as to where the next step might be in front of us. So look at but calling I'm, and look at... Uh, kind of more of the practical things too, yeah. right? Just kind of like what you're saying, like practical. the doors are open, if there's yep. opportunity there to go take it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Pra there's practicality to it. And, and, you know, there's the verse in Psalms where he says, the word of the Lord is, is a, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Yeah. 
And it's not that he's illuminating your entire path for you, but he is going to, to be a lamp to your surrounding areas. And I'm a firm believer if we are praying for God's direction and God's will, he will close doors in certain directions and he will open doors in other directions, even directions that we might think yeah. that wouldn't be from him. Yeah. But he, you get a scholarship full ride and it's not the school that you originally thought God was going to have, have for you. Maybe that's a sign. Maybe yeah. it's not. Um, but pressing into that and saying, all right, God, just, and I, I remember praying this when I was praying about my now wife, is she the person I should marry? I would, I would literally pray, God, close all the doors possible. Like yeah. just let her deny me flat out when I ask her out on a date, like let yeah. her just shoot me down. Yeah. All right, God, please. it's a miracle. She didn't, it is yeah. that. So I knew it was God's calling. Okay. It was a miracle. <laughs> And, and I would pray, God, like, I pray that I, I would slowly grow in, in, the, in a different direction of her while we're dating if it's right. not for us, if we're not supposed to get married. I would pray almost against what I wanted sure. just because I wanted it to be from the Lord if it were to happen. Sure. And so there, there's decisions that we're going to make where we're going to have to say, God, just uh, make it clear to me, um, close doors that, that shouldn't be open and open doors that just by every... Uh, fiber of my being suggests that that should be open, but just yeah. close it, yeah. you know, and do miracles yeah. in that process. Yeah. It brings to mind this uh, verse in James 4 that says, come now, uh, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town, spend a year there and trade and make a profit. And yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What mm. is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Mm. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever mm. knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, mm. for him it is a sin. Wow. And so I love this passage in James, and it reminds me of just what we're talking about, and it's the, the flip side of this fear of commitment, and that is that inaction can be costly. And in fact... What James is saying is that if we know the right thing to do, if we know what God is calling us to, hmm. and then we fail to do it, and we can convince ourselves whatever for whatever reason, right? Oh, I'm not ready yet. I want to be. I want to be sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is what God's doing. A better option might come around. If we put off what God has called us to, do, that in itself is sin, and wow. that's a startling command for yeah. us, right? Yeah. And I think it uh, it can be so helpful uh, in those big decisions in life to just. Remember the character of God, that he is a good father, mm. that if we are seeking his wisdom and guidance when we're making these decisions, that he will lead us, and that when we uh, seek his will and guidance and we sense his direction, whether it comes through prayer or through a conversation we have, a yeah. normal conversation maybe with, you yep. know, I, I tell our students all the time, like, well, you know, what do your parents think about this? What do the other people in your life think about? What wisdom are you receiving? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's even through something that we come across in Scripture that really seems like, okay, the Lord's speaking into my life and my decision this way. Mm. When we have that wisdom from God, that leading from God, then it takes the faith and the courage to then go go do it. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it can be it can be really scary. Yeah. Uh, and we can be tempted to just keep putting things off, but inaction costs us. Yeah. And inaction can even be sinful. One of the helpful um, books and, and sermons that uh, I've read regarding this and helps when we're trying to make big decisions is uh, by this pastor called Kevin DeYoung. And he has this book called uh, Just Do Something. And that's like, <laughs> he's got a sermon on that, Just Do Something. And uh, it really resonates with me, especially when counseling people, when they're thinking like, okay, hey, you know, what am I going to do for work? Or what am I going to do for, for school? And, and sometimes we have these big dreams and these big 
visions of what our life should yeah. look like yep. and it's not happening in the way that we think. And so we think, hey, you know, I went to school for this type of job, but mm-hmm. I'm not getting any of those job offers. I'm only getting this field, these mm-hmm. offers. And it's in times like that where, you know, in a nice way, that's what I want to tell people, like, well, go do it. Like, yeah. go do it. God's yeah. giving you this opportunity. It seems like a good thing that God's brought before you. Don't just sit back and wait for a better thing to come because it might not ever come. And mm-hmm. and we need to move, you know? Uh, and so it's an encouragement, I think, for uh, for us as people who seek uh, Jesus and want to be yeah. Jesus followers. Say, hey, if you've sought the will of the Lord and you've got a big decision in front of you and the people around you are saying, hey, this is a good opportunity and they're encouraging you mm. to take it, go for it. Go for yeah. it. Because, you know, sitting around, that that can cost you too. You know, you don't want to yeah. be 50 and be like, hey, I'm still <laughs> waiting waiting on that dream school, you know, to send me my letter, my acceptance <laughs> letter. Like, you got to go. You yeah. know, you got to go. You got to make decisions and you got to yep. move forward. That's really good. I like that. Just do something. Just do something. And I think what's really, uh, what might be helpful for our listeners is if they're small decisions, if they're small decisions that tie you up, you know, maybe it's not, who am I going to marry? What college am I going to go to? Like, you know, those are bigger. um, But what if they're a bunch of little small ones? Um, I would encourage you to sit down and write down a list of your priorities, Mm. what your priorities are in life. And whenever you encounter a little decision, whether it be how to spend your time, whether to commit to something that is, you know, five, six, seven weeks long in your life, you know, if you have kids, so they could go do that sport or whatever, before you make these little commitments and these, and you make these small decisions, have a priority list and say, all right, um, this is a decision that, that entails my fifth priority. Is it going to interfere with my first four? Yeah. Right. And just and just know how you prioritize your life, how you prioritize your time. And that's going to make those little decisions so much easier, so much simpler, because you know how you've decided you're going to live your life and you've decided to live your life in accordance with God's will. And so be thinking that through how you prioritize these things, because that will help you immensely in making these small decisions. That's right. That's all we can do. We can look at the crossroads. We can ask for the ancient paths. We can ask for the good way, and then we walk. And we walk, we walk in, it, in it, and we find rest for our souls. Well, thanks for tuning in to the City Rev Life podcast once again. We will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe and leave a rate and review. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. So don't forget to tag us at cityrev.church. If you're interested in more resources, download our City Rev Church app and follow us on social media. Thank you so much and have a great day.